Yeah, let's do it. We have our headphones plugged in. Yeah, we have our headphones on Max's computer to listen to it so that um so that we'll hear it in the background. Okay. So I, are we pressing play at the exact same wait, you're playing it off yeah. you're not playing it off the tape, you're playing it off the computer? No, we could play it off the tape, but it's kind of it might be hard for you to hear us. We can pause. We can pause on the flip. Yeah, we'll pause when you flip, and we'll just do the. We'll redo the the go. I'm sure. I'm sure by then it'll be it'll be loose enough that it won't matter that much. Yeah. All right, ready? Yes. Let's go. So I should probably uh, say who I'm talking. I'm gonna turn the tape down just a tiny bit here. I gotta go in the background. I'm. Why, well, why don't you guys just introduce? You know what? Should I? Should you introduce each other? Maybe that's okay. what should happen. That sounds great. Okay, yeah, the youngest one. The youngest one introduce uh, the other. And I would say a little bit about yourself. A little bit about them. Okay, so this is Doug Kaplan. He uh, is a cancer, uh, and he's years old, lives in uh, Logan Square, Chicago. He's a musician and label co-owner, and general a nice guy, and likes a lot of weird stuff, and is a freak. Uh, here I am, Doug Kaplan, just previously described, now describing my best friend, Max Allison. He is lovely, 29 years old. 28. 28 years oh. old. <laughs> oh. Do you want to start over? No. no go I'm ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. He's, he is as mature as a 29-year-old. <laughs> you act a lot older than you are. I'm, 20, I'm 28 and three quarters. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, big boy. Like, I just think of Max as me minus one of age. Not minus one of anything else. Probably plus one of a lot of things. And, um, yeah, I love him. He lives with me. Uh, we live together. We love tapes. Um, we're Pepper Mill Rondo. Fucking so Pepper Mill Rondo. Yeah, what is this? Pro- I went on, you sent me this tape, Hasu Mountain number 69. By, by the way, hilarious number. Yeah, we know. Hilarious we number. We, we run the label Hasu Mountain. We just talked about the label. Yeah. But if, uh, yeah. I think by now, I think, I think we got it, right? Everyone knows yeah. who you are, right? Or should we still... Did we screw like, up the intro and no? It's a mystery now. Uh, we'll on, never know. There's no, there's no mistakes. This album's like hundred minutes long. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no such thing as screwing up the intro. But this is this is like jazz, you know. There's no wrong notes. All right, Mike. That's so deep. This is like jazz. What? <laughs> let me ask you a question though. There's some, uh, there's some, uh, there's a sound clipper. There's a sampler too on here. There's at least two samples on here. Yeah, is that how true. how many would you say maximum are on here? I mean, we definitely in our like in our you know in our lore that we created ourselves, we said that it contains four hundred and twenty thousand samples. But I believe in actuality, said, it's probably like you know. Oh, we said between sixty-nine thousand yeah. and four hundred twenty thousand. Thank so you. Probably somewhere in that range. It also depends on what you consider a sample. Is like one. One tiny instance of sound is that equal a sample, or is well, one sound source the sample? Yeah, yeah. Is each sound source considered a sample? I would say that 
if each sound source is considered a sample, then we have like, you know, a number of thousand, like a couple thousand or something on this album. This first track that you're listening to is one of the tracks that is me and Doug together as a duo recorded in real time with uh, Doug playing YouTube. YouTube on his laptop and me playing <clears throat> um, cassette tape like that has samples loaded onto it and then looped through a loop 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 pedal. So we're basically each like spamming samples from our own like sources. So how much of this shit did you record together? And how much did you just totally didn't even see each other and just uh, about half and half, I would say. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. There's there's like a number of different types of tracks in this album that are uh Noted in the album artwork by the color of the track name. Wait, yeah, how how does this work? Okay, how, walk me through this because I I envision this this interview right now being like a player's guide to to Pepper yeah. Mill Rondo EDM. Oh yeah, right. Sure. So walk me through so, here. We got this J card. Now yeah, so uh, you'll see all the the track names that are listed on the on the like interior panel of the front and. Uh, we're, we're on a yellow track right now called Durian, All of the Hullabaloo, the first track. And the yellow signifies that it's Doug and Max duo improv in real time. Ah, so, okay. Then what's the blue? Blue is me, Doug, solo, while red, the darker red, is Max solo. And then the pink is another kind of collaborative track, which is one of us singing karaoke while the other one is controlling a large rig of electronics that the uh, outputs are running through. So so the purple or pink tracks on the track list, the karaoke ones are also recorded in real time as like live takes, but using the karaoke machine as the main kind of like instruments. And Max records all of his stuff in real time too. Uh, my stuff is, some of it is real time, like live improvised on the computer, but a lot of it is collaged and edited and done um, in a slow manner. I'm pretty sure that we're about to crest into track two here, which is called I'm Sitting in a Room. Yes. I'll let Doug explain this because th this is a Doug track. I actually, actually want us I actually want us to dip out for a minute and let that and let that play, yeah. And then I want to talk to you. Doug, if, if you made that track, I think you should get like a Pulitzer for it. <laughs> Thank you. It's, oh wait, did it start? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's dip out for a minute. Yeah. Demonstration of a physical fact, but more as a way. 
track that we just got into All right. is a map. Oh, are you it's there? A... Yeah. Yeah, you can hear us? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you now. I had you muted. Were you talking that whole time? No, no, no. Oh, no, go, my God, thank God. Yeah, I had you muted the whole time to, to play that track. Now, no. Doug, walk me through this because I don't understand poetry that doesn't rhyme. And that, that <laughs> so explain to walk me through the entire creation and the uh, the backstory of that track. Okay, well, I guess um, so. I was a student at the School of the Art Institute in Chicago getting a master's in fine arts in sound. And one of the sort of like jokes in the department was that. Um, that like no student could get through like the course without like listening to I'm sitting in a room like six times. And they just like joked about how like every single teacher will play that piece and say something different about it. And how like, it's just like the most like overblown sound art thing of all time. Like heavily canonized. Yeah, just like, yeah. like but like canonized to the point that it's like ridiculous, that it's like so much more important than the other things. And um, I decided when I was really bored um, this is when I was on a family vacation that I would just make it all out of samples and I just started mapping it out in my brain just like thinking of the thinking of the words wanting to pick like pretty popular songs for each word but eventually settling for some more obscure songs um, and just like mapping it out and thinking about like um, I don't know like like just plugging in certain words and then going into like all of these like janky song lyric websites and looking up words I guess I haven't really explained it all because like the the, the piece um, each word is just the text score and if you don't know the Lucier score he reads the text score into the room and then records it and then plays back the recording until the resonant frequencies take over and it just sounds like a synthesizer basically um, and I, I did a performance of this where I sent it into the cloud instead where I would just upload it into upload it into like the uh, file sharing service and then download it again and continually do it over and over and over and over until it was just like a tiny little file. Um, but this is just the, the head, which we thought fit in a lot better with the album than like an hour long recording. So this track that we're on right now is a max track, just because we're about to finish this track. But well, hold it's on, all... let, me, let me say, it's, it's red. So that's yeah. a max track, right? Yeah, I, this track is I'm just all... seeing if I remember the code. Yeah. I like yeah, a mystery. You, this track is all 311, Sublime, and Incubus samples. <laughs> so that, that, okay. That's why it's called uh, Brandon, Bradley, and Nick, because those are the names of the you know the singers of those bands, respectively. Is it? I, I don't think I could have guessed that. <laughs> all right, so we're entering the first karaoke track here, which I believe is Doug singing yeah. uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan. Our karaoke machine didn't have any songs by the Grateful Dead, okay. who are my band. And um, I was going to say the the track's called "Is This Jerry Miss Ya?" Yeah, yeah this yeah. is Jerry Miss Ya. Well, Jerry performs this song. Yeah, right? Jerry. Yeah. Both the the Dead and the Jerry Garcia band perform this track. Oh, so this isn't he, a Seinfeld <laughs> thing? No, it's definitely not a Seinfeld <laughs> thing. I, thought this, I was going to talk to you about the Soup Nazi for a little bit. Mm, oh yeah. For Does sure. he have a Bob Dylan thing? No, I think you should talk about oh, Jerry. Oh, about that other Jerry. Oh, no, yeah. no, you got it, Doug. Yeah, you got it. Oh, now I got it. Yeah, so I, I'm like so beyond like any other Jerry's having significance. <laughs> that, like, well, who's like, your like, who's your second favorite Jerry? My grandfather. <laughs> oh man, number two. 
favorite Jerry. He might be the number one. Is, uh, but he's definitely not a deity. Yeah. But he's, he's great. I love you, Papa Jerry. So in these karaoke tracks, you can definitely hear, like, me and Doug's different approach to using effects. Because, like, I think Doug has way more experience with his guitar pedals and just, like, knows how to, like, you know, phase and, like, distortion, all this stuff. Whereas I definitely tend to focus on the loops and, like, the stuttering, like, rhythmic loops. So you're hearing Doug's voice right now processed in real time through the looper with, like, a lot of, like, glitchy effects and stuff. But I think that Doug's... Doug's effects that he does for the karaoke tracks end up being more of like a wall of like, you know, throbbing like uh yeah, like noise. I, I like to use a lot of filters and pitch shifting and um, kind of like emulation sort of effects. So that that's kind of uh, a lot of chip monkey sounds. Yeah, definitely. Is this it's it's very, it's very fun to to have someone like I mean, well, okay, so when the person is singing into the karaoke machine, they can't hear the effects because we had either me or Doug wear headphones so we could hear our own vocal take, basically. So it's like we're listening to, like, you know, just the karaoke machine and singing into it. And the other person is the one that, like, hears the wet mix with all the effects. Yeah, I was just focusing on singing very beautifully in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and succeeding. Thank you. Yeah. Have you guys done – is this the first Pepper Mill Rondo tape you've done? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like is it the first time you guys have recorded with just you two together? No, we like we noise did a bunch wise, of but nothing really ever surfaced. Nothing we released. Yeah, like we did some sets together that were maybe more ambient in nature, or like uh, like just like long form droney stuff. This Usually is definitely when it's like there's a friend in town that's like, oh, like, can you can you play a show with us? And we're like, oh, we don't know. Uh, how about we just plug around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on another max track right now, which is called celebs they're just like us all of the uh samples are celebrity singing songs that i got from youtube oh. so you can, hear, you can hear like jennifer lawrence uh from the hunger games right there's emma stone um brad pitt features prominently on this track uh it's just like you know a general like copyright nightmare <laughs> overall but our celebs just like us can you yeah, can you celeb- listen to this without Without hearing each individual one, I pretty much hear. I mean, I you because know, I don't hear. I don't hear any of them individual individually. I mean, I just know because, especially because all these are YouTube clips. In my head, I kind of remember like the the, the, the tab, the visuals. You know, like I remember like, oh yeah, that was that Jennifer Lawrence one. But then there are some, obviously, some elements that I don't remember. Oh, this right here is uh, uh what's that guy's name? Max has an impeccable memory, by the way. Max has like a Herculean yeah, memory yeah. that like is he's the pretty, human computer. But I yeah, mean, also I, I forget a lot of stuff too. But only yeah. stuff that I don't care about, you know. Things I care about, I pretty much remember. Oh, there's a lot of Ryan Gosling on this track. That's what I wanted to say. He's Things like, Max he's cares like, about Ryan Gosling. I mean, I don't really care about him that much. I'm JK. <laughs> he's, he's fine, yeah. you know. He's cool. Wait, so in a second, the track cuts out, and then this guy goes like, hello whoa," And that's... Uh, oh, he's not saying LOL? No, he's saying... I always thought he was saying LOL. That's that's Brad Pitt's voice. Yeah, it's coming up here in a sec. Wait, how are... We're not still synced up with each other, are we? Yeah, we should be. I Mine just... The track just ended. Did your track just end? Wait, is a guy saying hello whoa" yeah. now? Hello, 
Yeah, so we're good. We're synced up. Oh, wow. This is I'm amazed right now that that worked. All yeah. the tracks go into each other seamlessly, and then some of them have, like, gaps in them. So now now the new track just started. Yeah. So were you able... Pep. Is this, say, pro-dubbed? Yes. Yeah, where, this is pro-dubbed. Where to and, get... Uh, oh, we, we, we can't we, say. Yeah, we're not allowed to say. <gasps> it. you, it's a mystery. <laughs> this is going to be a well, Netflix original series to find out where this was dubbed. Well, if you take a look at the tape shell, there'll be some clues. Oh, probably. my God. If anyone can track down a copy... Because these, these are only a dollar, right? No. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you selling these for a dollar? Yeah. Yeah, which is below the cost. Just On like... our website, they're a dollar on Bandcamp because you can't list things for free. On our website, it is the cost of shipping. That's tight. Just so, so if you, you, if you, if you want to buy one just to fucking bust these guys... I'm gonna Tell me, because there's a lot of celebrities, because they are just like us, like you were saying. Yeah, C- true. Could you name... So I'm holding the J card. And on the inside of the J card, there's the select your player grid. Don't pick it up. I don't want you to look at it. Oh yeah, okay. I want okay, you. We'll I want to see if if you can go back and forth. One of you name a celeb, and then the next one name one, and see how All far right. you can get from the top left hand corner. Okay. Oh, I oh, mean, top uh, left. Uh, I don't know if I can do it in order. We can't do it in order. But oh, we might be only a, uh, a letdown for my game. Yeah. Yeah. That. I. I, I don't mean, mean no, we'll, we'll 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 do it, but it just won't be in the exact order of the of the J card. Also, and I made part of that J card, and I can't remember the order because I often just like did that part without um without like meaning necessarily. I mean, oh, not, and, oh one one comment I will say is that everyone that appears in that J card has an is, appearance has an appearance on the album, like the oh, really? like. like the, they're not just random. Like all the people that are there are sampled on the album. Well, hold on. I just want to say, like a minute ago, you were talking up Max's intelligence, like he was the smartest. He had the best memory of anyone you've ever met. So well, I go, uh, okay. I, so I say, naturally, I say, well, let's test that theory, and let's see how good this brain is. And right away, you fold. Well, and, yeah. And, I just, I mean, Max's memory, I don't think, is a great visual memory. It's more of like a great uh, factual. And like event memory. All right, start well, naming, least. start naming these people, and keep in mind, I don't know who a lot of them are. Okay, okay. so we got the we'll, we'll alternate. Yeah, we got the we got the alien from Booba. He's there. Uh, Jerry Garcia. Wait, is that Mariah the blue Curry. one? Is that the blue one? Yeah, the blue one. Well, said, Booba. Yeah, yeah. And then he said Jerry Garcia. I said Mariah Carey. Violent J from the ICP. Uh, Satan is there, I believe. Yep. Um, there is Trixie Kong. Ooh, Dixie Kong. Oh, Dixie Kong, yeah. sorry. Uh, Hatsune Miku is there. We got Anthony Fantano. Um, the character Rem from the anime show RE0 is there. Brad Pitt. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ringo Starr. Uh, oh, the kid that, that says, have you ever uh, had a, the stuttering kid that says, uh, have you ever had a dream that blah, blah, blah? You know, that kid. Uh, we got Elon Musk. Oh, and Grimes. And we got Eric Clapton with his face X'd out. Yeah, Eric Clapton is not available. You can't pick him as Oh, I thought that was Tom York. Yeah, everyone says that. It looks kind of like Tom York, but it's just old Eric Clapton. Yeah, it's like like unplugged era Eric Clapton. I didn't realize uh, Eric Clapton was as cool as uh, was a radio ad. That's pretty good for him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's obsessed with just like (laughs) not that FM radio and getting in his convertible. Uh, oh, Bob Marley is there, of course. Yeah, definitely Bob Marley. Um, let's think. Oh, I already said Ringo Starr, right? Yeah. Has anyone oh. said Flea? 
Oh, oh yeah, Flea. Flea's gonna be there, and Polly Shore. Yeah, Dido, Dido is there. All right, here we go. We got. Um, let's oh, see. Steve Vai. So I'm Jimmy guessing. Buff. So so Max, are you player? There's a player one depiction and a player two depiction on here, and I'm Jones guessing. Yeah. The, yeah, and that. that that goes back to a complex, like dating back to my childhood, where when I had NES, my older sister, we would play Super Mario Brothers 3 all the time, and she would always be Mario, who's player one, and I would always have to be Luigi, who's player two. And I identify heavily as Mario. Max is much more Luigi-like. I am True. short and stout. He is tall and lanky. We are both hairy and plumber well, people. The, well, and, here's um, my question. Here's my question. So you're player one then, right, Doug? Yeah, I'm player one. So why is player one red, but Max's color on the tracks are red? Shouldn't... Oh, that's a really oh, good call. Thank enough. you. Check that out. We, we collaborated on... The, that's a very good call, Mike. That is a good... You know what? It is. And I don't think yep. we should just... I don't think we should gloss right by it. It is. No, that's, that's it's, a, it's a great moment in aesthetics questioning. Yeah, we collaborated on the artwork, and... Um, we didn't link up on yeah, that, Yeah, we, we didn't link up on that, I guess. I can't like, believe Max called the text... Um, I did that like select your player thing, and I did the thing that the text is on the Star Twins at the Cosmic Bed Rainbow Road. And then I just did the and traditional. And he, he put the text there, and then we, yeah, we, we just didn't think about it that deeply. That's a really good call, though. Oh, by the way, the track that we're on right now is called I, I'm a Guy That Makes Classical Music Collages. It used to be called Look At Me, I'm a Guy That Makes Classical Music Collages. <laughs> why I, why the I, change in title? Why? No, why? I agree. I wanted it to be that too. It seemed kind of mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we like classical. So music you thought? Yeah. Wait a minute. So you thought that taking out "look at me" would make it not mean? Well, no, because I, I don't know. Still a dick. Look Still a dick thing to do. Yeah, "look at me" adds a different element. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, this track's got like Luciano Berrio, Claude Debussy, all the all the all the old white dudes from the past, you know, that, that we know and love, I guess. Oh, we're about to enter a, a, a classic Doug track right here. Oh yeah, this is a track that is all about vaporwave and vaping. <laughs> it's that easy. It, what is this lesser artist borrow, great artist vape? Yeah, yeah. indeed. All right, indeed. That, that's probably is true. Yeah, there's a lot of OPN. There's a lot of marijuana reviews. Yeah, there's some vape pen reviews and shit. <laughs> Fantano is everywhere on this track too. I kind of wish said, I, I I kind of wish I didn't know, because now all know. I can hear is that I can Before it was this was all just uh, all the talking was just like a barrage, and you couldn't yeah. make anything <laughs> out. In, but now all I'm going to be able to do is like hear exactly what this is. I'm sorry that we're ruining the magic by pulling back the curtain. Here's I really my, like the. I have a I really question. like the part where the voice just goes, floral shop. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Patrick Clem? He's our, uh, he's our go-to guy for mastering and has been forever. He's an amazing dude. Yeah, he's incredible. He works out in North Carolina. Um, he does great work very quickly and has always just been our boy. You want to he, had some hilarious, he had some hilarious feedback about this album. He was like, he was like it made me feel like I was on like a monastic retreat, but it's the opposite. Like, let's pull this up. Yeah. He was like, this must be what it feels like to go on a silent retreat and just like, but instead of silence, it's like absolute noise. Tight. I'm loading Gmail to, to find Patrick's quote. Shout out to you, Patrick. Yeah, P. Clem. 
You want to give a shout out to this uh, person who gave you the karaoke machine? Oh yeah, oh, yeah Ramona. Ramona, we love you. Our friend from from a long time. She uh, the karaoke machine is actually uh, from the Philippines, so it contains a lot of tracks that are like you know American pop songs, but also contains like over fifty percent like Filipino pop songs in Tagalog. So we didn't get into any of the Filipino songs, unfortunately. I'm just seeing now what EDM stands for inside here. Yeah, ecstatic dissonant mashup. That that was actually something we came up pretty early in the process. Like, we just thought it was hilarious to like you know make a fake acronym for EDM. Should we dip out for a little bit and let this tape play for a little bit? Yeah, we'll we'll let it roll for a sec. Vaporwave is incidental music. GeoCities website template. The Windows. Vaporwave is a genre of music. Ghostly sounds. What the hell is Jesus? Vape pens. Your first vaporwave trap. Pineapple flavor. Vape's awesome. Globalizing vaporwave. Puff Source material. It's really well. Vaporwave. One trip point never. Vaporwave is a natural sound. Vaporwave for another year. Give a ribbon. So you two people. James
Listen to the pipes there. That, uh, Jesus that's, Christ. That's close to my heart. I love Dido. Um, was Max singing that one? Yeah, and also, Holy. like, there's there's a part in that song that, like, always, like, makes me, like, almost, like, cry, like, choke up a little bit. Let's where she's it. like, she's like, and then you handed me a towel, and all I see is you. It's, like, such a cute little moment. It's, like, this little, like. And every time it almost makes you cry. You've never cried, though, yet, but it almost. No, no, no. Oh, oh no, I've cried a lot to that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> the reason why I bring it up is because if you listen to that track, you can kind of hear me almost choking up when I sing that line. I'm like, <laughs> like a little bit. I'm choking up. To... I'm not even kidding. Are all. you saying? I'm sorry because I don't know the song that well. Are you saying handed them a towel? Yeah. It's what kind of what like kind that, of towel are we are you envisioning? That, that describes like her like loved one, like or she gets home. And she's like, she has a really, had a really bad day, and she's like covered in rain. And then her like loved one like gives her a towel, and it's like this beautiful moment where like she's like, I only see you, and it's like this like yeah, this cute moment of like domestic like bliss and like you know union. It's it's cute. No, I get you, Wait. man. I get you. But what I'm saying is, what kind of towel is it? Is it like a hand towel? Is it a beach towel? I would say it's probably like a sham wow. You, know? you think it's, it's a, a good- sham wow? Those are small though. No, I mean every good house kind of has like a pile of like kind of outdoor or like shoe towels, kind of like cleaning towels. Yeah. I mean if like you were in the rain, that's probably like the yeah. the towel I'd reach for. Like you know I keep them clean, but like <laughs> the towels I would use to like clean up, clean up like uh, shoe puddles, you know. That yeah, kind of stuff. yeah. I was just gonna um, say realistically, if Max came back soaking wet from the rain and you had to give him a towel, Doug, re- not like not like a joke, like yeah. oh, I'd get a like <laughs> if you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Right next to our front door, like near our closet. Yeah, I have like four of them. And they're kind of just like, I would say the two of them are like old shower towels that like kind of got frayed. And then the other two are more like kind of thicker, more <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. I'm I mean, done. it's important towels. I'm done. What is it doing so- by your front door? There's kind of like a storage area. Yeah, there's a little like uh, there's a little like cabinet hutch thing that contains some towels. And- that has dirty towels in it. That has a dirty towel. No, they're, they're, they're clean towels, but you use them to clean up dirty messes. Yeah, yeah. You really paint the picture in my head of like a dank towel, like on the floor. Like everyone who walks in has to step over it. Yeah, they well, can't touch it. Yeah, they have to step over it because it's lava. <laughs> what are we listening so- to right now? We're in the middle of another uh, Doug and Max real-time improv duo track. I believe it's called Music Photos Calendar. It's really good. It's really good. And this is like all, at least on my end, what I'm sampling is like mostly teenagers doing reviews of their iPhones. Um, yeah. What's, so with all the, what's with all the, the YouTube reviews? What is it about I mean, the reviews that interests you? In a lot of ways, like this album is like us kind of it's like an attempt to like capture the vastness of the internet and all of the content that is constantly uploaded by like both amateurs and experts like to youtube and how that like how like a teen has the means of creation to like make their own like vlog whenever they want and how we're kind of doing justice to that or paying homage to that by just capturing these random moments of these people online like and like and like twisting it into you know sound or music or whatever i think we want to kind of like realize the sort of claustrophobia and like paranoia that everyone has to go through like living in this like constant 
storm of information and news and content just being blasted at them at all times and like how how that like can be like a completely crippling thing in the world but people like still like persist upright like listening to this album is a truly taxing and like um like ex mildly excruciating experience and like that's for sure that's definitely like the sort of um anxiety that i feel I, I don't know i can't speak for max yeah no. i can't speak for max's anxieties well i would also say that like a lot of like the idea of like density comes into play like how like doug was saying like the the world is so saturated with information there's like tab browsing with like constant like things are open you're being blasted by a dense barrage of stuff and so like the density of the internet is like the starting point that we would try to aim for for the tracks so it's like the density of the tracks is like rising to meet the density of like the internet, so to speak. I've been trying to guess this whole time who Steve, Ralph, and uh, Mark are. Yeah, okay. So Steve is Steve Vai, who you hear playing guitar here. Because it's actually from that movie called Crossroads, where like Steve Vai like plays like Satan or something. And he has a guitar battle with Ralph Macchio, who is Ralph. And then Mark is Mark Knopfler because Sultan of Swing is also in this track. We you should say that like, the name of the track that we're referring to. Yeah, it's called Steve Ralph Mark. Yeah, which is Steve Vai, Ralph Macchio, and Mark Knopfler. Those <laughs> Sultan of Swing himself. <laughs> That's the only song I know by him. Yeah, it's Max. Do you know know, I don't know any other Dash Straight songs yeah. other than Sultan of Swing. Was there Although a was there anything that one of you wanted to sample and the other one was like, nah, you, that, you can't use that one? No. Um, yeah, just one. Which one? There hold on, other... hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say it. Max, what the fuck do you mean no? You said it so quickly. And then Doug was thinking the whole time, well, actually, maybe we should well, tell I him. Remember, but you were going to try to keep it a secret? Yeah, there was just like a cut of the, this Bob Marley track that I think we just both agreed Thing should be removed from it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Bob Marley track perhaps is like the, uh, the you know, the dark heart of the album. Is it? Well, we'll talk to it when we get to it. But the Bob Marley track addresses like issues of like you know, like cultural appropriation and like how commercialism. Bob, how Bob Marley's like you know, like uh, visage is like used in like products and like exploited and that's something that actually we feel pretty strongly about. It's pretty bad mm. and like you know. Like Bob Marley, like Mellow Deed, like has his image on it as if he isn't like the most like angelic, like perfect, like you yeah, know. like he doesn't want to be putting truckers to sleep. Like he just wants to like rest in peace. Yeah, he yeah he just wants to you know to be like a you know an icon of beautiful music. We'll get to this later. Then. Yeah, we're currently listening to Max Me sing uh, Neil Young Heart of Gold right now. Yeah, the whole like classic rock fascination is that like that's part of like the information blast like classic rock is so on blast and just like what what the music industry like wants us to consume more than anything yeah yeah like every and, like, we have like max and i were kids that like bought into this like whole classic rock like marketing thing and like bought led zeppelin t-shirts at target and whatever yeah and like, like and like we're obsessed with like ranking bands and like guitar guitarist lists and that kind of shit it's like that that now I think the major exponent of that is like uh, is like movie soundtracks like for every single like superhero movie like Suicide Squad or like Spider Man their soundtracks are still full of like classic rock like, oh yeah like every Zeppelin, movie ever. Queen like all this shit 
because the, the music industry is like, don't forget about this super profitable thing well, that the, we still the have. Boomers, the boomers did something. We have to give them some attention for it. Yeah, exactly. And that's not it's done like, yet. It's uh, like we're still 50 years out, and we still have to listen to Led Zeppelin in our movies, you know? Yeah, I love how the Hall of Fame is something. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is a thing. Do you yeah, think? Yeah. Do like, you who, think? Do you think like a, um like once the boomers are all gone that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will just turn into like a Panera Bread or something? <laughs> once once a single member of Fish is dead, all of rock and roll is over. They're like the last great rock and roll band. This is Doug's opinion. Yeah, this is Doug's opinion, yeah. not Max's. Yeah. But like, I, like like Stadium Rock and Roll. Like they're like the last great Stadium Rock and Roll band. Do you follow? Um, do you follow around Fish? Do you follow them around the country? Oh yeah! Last night I saw my fiftieth Fish show. And what's interesting is that this track very much relates to ah. my personal fish fanship. That this track um, pairs the speech that Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse made before the the Juggalos did the march in Washington. Um, and oh, I forgot that happened. Yeah, yeah it's great. Like, it's amazing that it happened. They were like protesting like the FBI considering them a gang. Yeah, and it pairs that in someone talking about their Jimmy Buffett fanship and talking about their Jimmy Buffett fanship through telling this experience of their son talking about how um, you basically should just have a lot of fun because you could die at literally any moment. Basically the son is like YOLO. You yeah, know? The, the, the son is like, we'll be, the, the, the son says we'll all be dead soon enough. And that's why explaining like why he got into trouble. Um, but and, then, but it's an like, old guy talking about Jimmy Buffett. And I was just thinking about fanship and how like you can be a parrot head and just have this like totally carefree existence and just um, just like get into trouble and just be like, oh, I'm sorry, like I'm gonna die soon. Or you can be like a juggalo and just love a band and actually be arrested for like representing your love of this band. Yeah. And honestly, as someone who's seen both Insane Clown Posse and Jimmy Buffett, the Juggalos are much better behaved than the Parrot Heads. Yeah, big time. Um, and it's just like a totally classist and like... Um, and racist. Yeah, and racist. Yeah, based on like yeah. the, the, the notion of like hip hop as like a black art, even though ICP mm -hmm. are black, you know, it's, it's like... Yeah, you know, like, I agree yeah. with you. Um, so I, it, it's just crazy that like, it's basically the same thing. People are just celebrating their love of these bands, but like one group has to go to Washington to like fight for their actual rights while another group just to like gets to get drunk and get in trouble and be like, I'm sorry, dad. Like yeah, I'm going to yeah. die so I can like bust out your car window. Well, yeah. in, in defense of the parrot heads, they did blow out their flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> so, they've been through enough. Yeah, honestly, me and Doug seeing Jimmy Buffett was a crazy experience, and the people there were just like a lot of like Republican douchebags, like wearing like polo shirts and like just I'd getting imagine. wasted. They were like they were like making fun of us for drinking water. They were like, "Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was 110 degrees at night. Yeah. It was the hottest night of August." Run me like, through, yeah. run me through how you make fun of someone for drinking water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what was um, said. I mean, the guy was just like, oh, cool water, bro. Like, oh, wait, you're not drinking? Yeah. And this guy was actually, like, constantly, the guy sitting next to us was, like, trying to, like, ascertain how high or whatever we were. He was like, which was, like, not very, Yeah. the answer. Yeah, he was like, oh, are you guys, are you guys smoking weed? Are you guys drunk? Like, what's going on? Are you guys on acid? And we're, we're like, we're like, watching a musical concert. <laughs> so were you two, like, the weirdest two people at the, at the Jimmy Buffett 
concert. We were the only people that I could see rational truths. Yeah, and everyone else exactly. was crazy. Which and makes us which, which makes us the weird ones. Yeah, which ones. makes us the weird yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. else was like literally just like pissing out beer at every moment. Yeah, like, I definitely afterwards I commented how like Jimmy Buffett in a stadium is just like a river of piss. Like yep. it's like disgusting like land shark like beer and like just like troughs with dudes like pissing in. it's like uh. oh and when we walked in we brought in bottles of water because every outdoor event i've ever been to lets you bring in sealed water and the security guard was like no water like it's jimmy's rule like as if like <laughs> jimmy Owen has this rule of like you can only drink alcohol in his shows or you have to buy the ten dollar bottle of water hey man jimmy Over- parties i'm assuming we just slipped into nintendo legacy yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And We're this there. is, hold on, let me try to get it. This is a pink track, and yeah. that means it's both of you. No, no it's oh. Max. Oh, wait, yeah. no. Ah, uh, you're right. Fuck. Yeah. So this track, um, can, it's called Nintendo Legacy because it contains sounds from every era of Nintendo to date. So, like, you know, NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, uh, Wii, uh, whatever the new one is, Switch. So, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. And, uh, you know, I, I tend to use a lot of video game samples in my own music, you know, like that I make at, like solo. So this track is kind of pretty close to like what would be considered a Mux track, I think, because like, you know, scrambled up video game sounds. Yeah, I was going to say with uh, all with the uh, some of the stuff being I mean, because the Mr. Doug Doug project and the the Mux project. Is that how you say it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. Uh, they both border on like this kind of stuff. So like, yeah. how did you decide that you were gonna put something on here and it was gonna be Pepper Mill Rondo? And what is Pepper Mill Rondo? Uh, well, okay. So first of all, I think that at first in our brains we were like we're gonna call it Mr. Doug Doug and Mux, but I don't. I just don't think that rolled out the tongue nicely, and it kind of like made it seem like you know it was like. Our, our different projects, like the, the the implications or like the, you know, the backgrounds of those projects would have been carried over. And I like this kind of blank slate where it's like, what is this? What is Peppermill Rondo? It's like a different thing. And I, I think that we're just kind of just gonna use it as this band name for Any kind of duo. like conceptual art projects yeah. for the two of us. Like I doubt that our next album will be like another like album with 69,000 yeah, samples. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll probably be completely yeah. different. But definitely thinking about things more, um, conceptually versus musically here is uh the track of me singing we belong together by mariah carey one of my absolute favorite songs ever this is one of his like all-time karaoke picks he does this all the time at our karaoke parties yeah our friend oliver borrows this machine a lot and um a lot lot of singing you have karaoke parties yeah yeah how does one of those i want to know how one of those goes i've never been to a karaoke party Okay, I'm gonna be totally honest. A lot of our friends are like really just nice people that aren't like crazy ragers. They're just like really sweet people. So, Rub like, it in my face all... that you have nice friends. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Rub it in my face. Yeah. I love my friends. Yeah, it's a very cute time. Yeah. We're just like, all right, whose turn is it? And it's like, okay. Like, and it's like, oh, we don't have that song. Like, you know, it's cute. But, um,. Oh, in recent news, I just got tickets to see Mariah Carey. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's on 3-11-2019 at the Chicago Theater. It's going to be sick. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's a pretty small venue for, for Mariah. I didn't even know she tours. Yeah, neither did I. She, she's back in the saddle. What are you guys munching on over there? We're eating some cookies and uh, cut up some pears. What kind of cookies um, are they? They're these uh, kind of like thin mint 
like cookies. They're like imitation Thin Mints by Keebler. <laughs> I bought them because we jokes about Keebler. All yeah. week last week we were making jokes about the Keebler albums. <laughs> so I bought these because of that. But that's not anything about this album. Yeah. Um, we're about to enter the uh, falsetto portion of the Mariah track. You'll hear it here. Um, very hard to sing. <laughs> Max has a great falsetto. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it because I don't want to talk over it. Yeah, just apologies to the listeners because um, we were experiencing slight time drift because um, I knew our... I knew I was feeling time drift. I knew yeah, I was feeling it. Because if we're listening through uh, headphones on a computer, our deck doesn't have a good headphone out situation where we can sit at our computer. So we apologize, tabs out, for not using a tape. Oh. We, loved this, we just had technical limitations here. That is kind of fucked up. Because, <laughs> because let me tell you why. Like, in my head, the beginning was going to be very, like, ceremonious, and we were going to both press play at the same exact time. Well, we did. But there might be drift in that case, too. And yeah. It's kind of like I, it's kind of like I bought a boat. And I was gonna like break a bottle of like wine on the side. Is that or champagne? What do they break on the side? Yeah, champagne, probably. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't. And and you were like, well, we we don't have that, but here's like a sandwich you can rub on it. <laughs> Wait. So you're you're currently in the, the the track that sounds like a bunch of kid sounds, right? Are you there yet? That kid. Are you on Mrs. Just like, d- 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 describe a define a kid sound. It's yeah. like boing, bring, bring. Hey. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, so th- this is this is a Max track, and this is all audio from the show Booba, which contains extremely trippy audio, like, as a rule. Have you seen the show, Mike? No, what is Booba? It's, it's like, like a Teletubbies ripoff. Yeah, it's a Teletubbies ripoff where, where like, there's these, like, uh, alien creatures that look like these big, like, uh, kind of, like, dumpling, like, like gumdrops with, like, these heads. They're, like, these, like, fuzzy, like, alien, like, uh you know, gumdrops and they dance around. They have this big spaceship where they like change colors and stuff. It's, it's actually an extremely trippy show. <laughs> it's very like, strange. It's like, it's like Teletubbies tries to be like kind of trippy with it's like alien motifs, but like Booba pushes it over the edge. There's almost no dialogue either. Which yeah. Is, which would be like, Grandmama! Yeah, and then yeah. she just like be there. And like at the end of their episode, they literally, they get sucked up into the sky and they go to bed in this like celestial tree as like seeds in the tree. It's, yeah. like, it's crazy. So this is like a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that one yet. Is that, is that the, um, the blue thing on the inside? Yeah, that's the blue thing on the inside. It's a character from Booba. That becomes the alien space seed yeah. and teaches kids very simple about like their relatives yeah. and who they are. <laughs> you're you're in a, in the next track, right? Yeah. This is, is a Doug it, track. Yeah. Do you talk about this? This is just all about the Beatles and just how the Beatles ripple through the world. <laughs> yeah, but there's actually true. never any real Beatles music playing. Oh yeah, it's like one step removed Beatles music. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wait, there is, are, this, there are... is this? Are we up to no more fan mail? Yeah. yeah, so at the end, you'll, at the end of this track, you'll hear Ringo Starr speaking. Um, and he says no more. It's a really famous video that you may have seen before where he's like, hello, everybody, I'm coming at you with peace and love to tell you that 
as of like next week, I will not be accepting any more fan mail. I'm getting old. I don't want to spend my life signing your fan mail. So please, like, no more fan mail with peace and love. So he's like, he's like angry about fan mail, but still like just trying to keep up his like peace and love to God. And it's, it's a really amazing video from like early YouTube area era. That's that so is funny. such a that is such a boomer response though to be like don't please don't stop listening to my rock and roll band the Beatles from the <laughs> but also I'm never going to read another one of your letters again. Oh yep. my god, that's so funny. But he's right. It's like once you're like seventy or something, like you spent forty years signing people's like little trinkets. It's like okay, like I've signed how many thousand trinkets? Like. Yeah, we're can, good. Can, like, can he just get, buy a trinket on eBay? No, like, no. Get, I say he never. No, he never gets to stop. There's no rest. Just pay him. Well, can, is, can he get like intern that like is like his you know like Damien Hirst like assistant? That, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he can do. He can get yeah. he can get two interns, one named Peace and one named Love, and then they can do. <laughs> they can do the audit, but that's but it has to be like. A, he has to officiate them to make them like official so they can handle it. Because right. I don't yeah, want just a, like a fucking like, like a conveyor belt of Ringo stars like signing shit. No, no, it's yeah. got to be like a kosher, like you know, kosher. What do you call it, priest or something? Uh, what is it, rabbi, rabbi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kosher, 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 kosher rabbi. Yeah. Hey, um, let me ask I, you a huge question. Yeah. What are we? If you're listening on the computer, how are when I get. Am I telling you when this is is flipping or something? Yeah, yes, exactly. So we'll, 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 we'll just. I'm we'll, so nervous. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm so we'll, nervous. Yo, listen to this. So there's one track left on this side. We're just gonna pause when we finish that track until you have the next side queued up, and then we'll start again on the next side. And because every single there's no gaps, and every single track starts with a burst of audio, we're chill. Yeah. We're we're uh, entering the final track of the A side, which is called OP Fever. Um, this is a max track, uh, and I made it out of only uh, anime series intro songs. But I tried to find there's this like trope in anime now where like all the intro songs like sound so much like Evanescence or like Nightwish, <laughs> where it's like it's like it's like a new metal song with like a, a operatic female singer, and it's kind of like you know it's like every single freaking show now that's like an action show has like an Evanescence style like theme song, so. This track, OP, OP is like the abbreviation for the opening song of an anime series. So this 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 uh, track has like, I don't know, 40 different like intros. And you can hear how they all kind of blend together into this paste of like, like new metal and like, you know, operatic vocals. But the main, uh, the main exponent of this style, uh, the, like the kind of like the foundational example is the show called Nana, N-A-N-A. It's like my number one favorite like anime show ever. I've got like a Nana tattoo, and it, it's about it's about like a girl that is the lead singer of like an Evanescent style band. So she's kind of like the the er like uh, new metal like anime girl. And on the tape shell itself, uh, Nana appears like the, 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 this character is on the tape shell, but not but not in the interior. Uh, the interior player select thing. This is my favorite part of the song. Thanks, man. <laughs> Netflix has been trying to get me to watch anime for like six years now. I never is have. There any, 
Anything that catches your eye? I don't know what Netflix has. I have no idea. I just watched. There's like, just. You know, I'm um, just. They're, they've had like they've been suggesting an anime category for since I signed up for the for the thing like six years ago, and I never once you, watched any anime, and I don't think I'm going to. But they won't take it down. What's up? When you're like, what do you like? Well, they, I mean, they, they gave you a survey like ten years ago, and they're like, what do you like? And maybe you're like, ooh, maybe I. have like anime i've seen spirited away once i mean i understand that there's this kind of like you know stigma involving anime that a lot of people like just like they're like i don't fuck with that you know like our, like our friend that we all know mike sugarman is like one time he was like you know people only like either the simpsons or anime and that's it and and we were like that's not true but then we thought about it and i was like i don't like the simpsons but i like anime you know like like regardless I think what he's getting at is this kind of like, you know, cultural, like, uh, entrenched idea of animation. And I would just say that anime is like, to me, it represents like the most liberated, like, art form in that it's like supremely psychedelic, like, to the core, has like the most amazing visuals and like pushes like what we know as animation into like all kinds of different, like, you know, realms. And also, I would say that anime, oh, hold on. I, I just paused it because we, we let us know when you're when you're done with the side, and we'll we'll do the switch. I think we should all take a deep breath that we got through side A, which yeah. is longer than. Most oh my albums. god! I know. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna flip soon. Okay, let let us know. We have we have it ready to go. I think it might flip and start with some silence, possibly. Oh yeah, so just let us know when you hear a sound, and I'll press play. Okay, shut and, up! Like, shut up! Well, shut up! I'm gonna screw up. All right. Are you ready? Me, Are yep. you ready? Are you ready, Doug? I'm ready. I love you. Hold on. I, so, I love you too, but I'm so scared. Start it. Start it. I, I said it too late. Oh, no, we're great. It's okay, we're in. Oh, no, I screwed up. I, it's okay. I know I screwed I ruined the podcast. Oh, it's, we're, we're great. I accidentally hit stop. Okay, and I accidentally stopped the recording. It started again. It's fine. We're good. Right, we're, great. we're good. Are you Subscribe. Hearing right Hold now? on. Subscribe or die. Hi. Which is a riff on the Ralph record slogan, buy or die. Not skater die? Uh, no. Skate Not voter die? Buy or die. I use subscribe or die in our half mode newsletters a lot as just like kind of incentive to, to, <laughs> to not die. Yeah. This, this, this album is all people talking about their Patreon accounts. Or this song. The, yeah, yeah this, this video. I, I think of the things as videos or sketches yeah. a lot of the time. They're all like little skits kind of. Um, yeah, this one's about Patreons. Yeah, and then kind of just like this comedic, like Charlie Chaplin, like <laughs> stuff happening in between. Patreon is like hilarious to me, just as a thing. Like, I'm never, you know, I'm not dissing it because people people do use it to like, you know, fund, fund their, their lives. Yeah, and that's great. But it's like it's, it's just, like people like contribute to like some sort of project you're doing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a I mean, service for like a crowdfunding thing, right? Exactly, but like YouTubers are obsessed with it and are just like every big YouTuber is like, oh yeah, like if you get to my Patreon, you get like exclusive Snapchats and like, <laughs> oh, and like, content and like, well, I mean, I think there's a huge divide between like that level of like, you know, a famous internet celeb that's like getting like, you know, like a hundred, no, like probably like 10 grand a month for like their internet shit. And then the other side of the coin is like, it's like, you know, ambient like drone artist that has a Patreon that's only like donated. Three people, like yeah. one of which is mom. Yeah, I'm about to say. It's like the friends of your mom, like give you yeah, like, like, like three hundred hours of my drones. 
which is like it's like kind of pathetic yeah but, yeah um but it's like it's um we haven't given up on like the old school way of selling music quite yet I guess. right right let me ask I you guess. with the uh with like all this shit that's like this is a collection of people talking about their Patreons, and there was like the collection of like p- kids reviewing their phones and shit. Like, yeah. what's the tipping point for when you see something that you've seen it so many times that you you make a track out of it? Mm. Do you know Some what I mean? Say, like, do um, when I'm making the stuff, I'm seeing it for the first time as I am making the music, right? But other things like things that we love and are like trying to treasure. Okay, yeah, so there's I mean, it's not like you've seen so many Patreon videos that you're like it like creates a spot in your brain and you have to make one of no, these. No, no, I just like watch a lot of YouTube videos and like everyone is always talking about their Patreons. So when I had the idea for that track, I just went and watched YouTube for like four hours and pulled all the best times where people were like talking about their Patreons. And then the next day was like, okay, like time to make this into a song. Yeah, I think that like um, for me like the act of recording the samples from YouTube that I use in at the master source is kind of like the mediating like period where it's like usually I'm just playing random shit from YouTube and I don't care what it is because it's not like I'm gonna like you know dissect it perfectly like Doug does sometimes it's more like a feed of like random sound that can then be further randomized and like scrambled up so it's like I think that other than the idea, like getting, like Doug said, getting the idea for the song, like being like, okay, this one's gonna be about celebrities. Then I'll just go on YouTube, and it's not like I, it's all stuff I've seen before. It's just like I'll just like type in like celebrity singing, and then I'll just play straight from there into the tape, you know. So this track here is our Eric Clapton diss track. If we were like a rap band, like we kind of are, because there's a lot of vocals, um, then this would be like the track that Eric Clapton would like make a another track back like like southern man and Leonard Skinner or something yeah but yeah. like modern rap this, this is our this is our ether yeah, yeah. we're, so we're ethering get at us bro you suck you what? killed your son what? fuck you is that your main uh beef with Eric Clapton that he killed his son he also just sucks yeah, he's ass. terrible he's terrible he's like who wants to be fucking slow hand yeah like, yeah I like guitar players that like can play both fast and slow <laughs> everything hand like it's like I don't know I like, think that Eric Clapton also has built his career on like numerous pillagings of like black music, like <laughs> the blues, like from day one, you know? Yeah, like, he stole George Harrison's wife. George Harrison was the sweetest fucking man. Yeah. Like, he used to stole her wife and like stole his wife and like wrote a song about it. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. you, Eric Clapton. Also, Eric Clapton's music is just all so, such a bummer. It's all so like heroined out and like stupid as hell and boring yeah and like bluesy like i hate all that shit yeah we don't really like the blues that much and we, then and we like we like the that real shit oh yeah i like real blues but i don't like eric clapton blues exactly um like i like robert johnson and shit but not like you know not like 80 year old eric clapton like making another album of blues covers in like 2016 you know like he's eight, not 80 you don't think an 80 year old millionaire with a bowl cut should make the sing the blues I don't know, man. I don't know about your wacky views, man. We feel very passionately about how much he Eric Clapton sucks. sucks, yeah. There's like no way to change our mind. No, we got time to kill if you want to do like 10 more minutes on Eric Clapton. <laughs> I also appreciate that the name of this, uh, Would You Be a Famousness of Guitar? It was an ad lib, but you need to 
I mean, I'm yeah. telling you right now, am I not a famous of guitar? Yeah, Doug has this like, uh, this like, this like, this like verbal trope where he calls someone a famous or a famousist of blank. Yeah, like, like, it'll be is like, it true that you are a famousist of ambient? <laughs> like, you say that to like Grouper when you meet her? <laughs> like, oh man, you're such a famousist of ambient music. You're like, oh yeah, you're a famousist of like kung fu. So, this is about him being a famousist of guitar, despite. <laughs> being a total hack and like untalented like child Murderer. child killer yeah do you think his son comes back and haunts him yes yeah every day almost certainly but i sure. think that he got a sick illuminati deal which i also talk about during this track <laughs> um, oh at the end of the karaoke track you'll hear this robot voice go it's okay practice makes perfect and that's like the voice of the karaoke machine grading our performance yeah yeah oh it grades your performance yeah that can be dark uh, though you don't want that to happen it's like sensor is like really like not 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 functioning so like is that what you is that what you decided to tell yourself yeah yeah so so at the end of every take it goes like it's okay like you just make perfect it's like because like it gives you a numerical rating out of 100 it's like oh yeah like i got a 20 on that one it's really bizarre Oh, here's a, here's another Doug and Max duo in real time. This one is called uh, Lomini Piccolomini 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 P. And it's named after a track which is sampled, named after a classic folk song that's sampled in this one a lot, which I'll just sing to you right now because you have some yeah, time. Yeah, here it goes. It goes like this. Piccolomini 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 P. Colomini, Piccolomini, Piccolomini, Piccolomini. Hey, I can sing then, it now. Hey, I did. It. Yeah. And then you sing it faster and faster and faster. It's like, you're like going oh, give so that, fast. Give that one more go. I'll give you a little bit of an, uh, I'll give you some effects here. I'll, I'll, I'll make it fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go fast. Piccolomini, 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 it's very it nice being able to. I'm glad I can watch you. I'm like staring at you guys while we do this. By the way, I don't know if you know that. I must. I must have given. I must have given something to your to your Patreon to get this like pro. Uh, this <laughs> pro. The yeah, access. behind the scenes, the making of. Well, that means you donated sixty nine cents to our Patreon. I did, and, and I do, and I do, and I do cool. that monthly just in case. I only donate to one Patreon account. I pay them one dollar a month. And it's an account that translates this Japanese reality show called Terrace House. It's like fan translations of this show that's only available in Japan. So do you read the subtitles in like a text document? While no, you... no, you upload the oh, subtitles you can... oh, to, to the video wow, file. It's very cool. Yeah. What do you mean you upload so, the subtitles to the video file? How does that so work? Like, you open like VLC and you open a video file. You can go into the menu and select subtitle. And then you can load in like a file that is timed to the video. I already right now know you're hearing you're on about. YouTube it's 0.01 speed, which is like something you can do in JavaScript which I really enjoy. You can stretch out songs and listen to them as slow as possible and turn like any prog song ever into like the greatest drone masterpiece yeah, of all yeah, time. True. We listened to Yes slowed down it for was like an, an hour yeah. once, yeah. like in full volume. It was like, <laughs> wow. It, so you can get YouTube to go really slow when at like low traffic hours. 
when at high traffic hours they like limit you from doing it. And it's it's not like uh, it's not like authentic stretching. It's like the the one where they don't change. It's like the yeah, pitch. The, the pitch is the same. The pitch is the same, but it's, it's isn't it called a Paul stretch? I think that's what it's called. It's like the pitch is the same, but like the the duration it, it's spread across like time. Yeah, it's like a big time stretch. stretch. And I've never heard of this. You're saying it's a feature on YouTube, but it's not always there. Well, well, no, so you no, have you have is, so there's, there's, always, there's there. always a feature there to do like half speed, 1.5, like double, something like that. But if you just open up JavaScript in your browser and input this code, there's a code that you can use just to enter in any number you want. So you instead of having to be like 0.5 speed, you can just be like 0. 0.001. Yeah. And it'll just go as slow as it possibly can. But it, it they they limit your um, bandwidth. I'm guessing. I don't know how it works. Sometimes like at late night hours, like regular day hours, you can get it to go super, super, duper fast with and get the audio and get it to go super, duper slow and get the audio. But sometimes you'll put in the same number and it will just give you no audio at all because it's just like, it's uh, overloaded. that's like a yeah. stupid, stupid request, I guess. But if you, in any YouTube video in the bottom right corner, you can change the speed, like you were saying, to like normal things, like half speed or double speed. But yeah, if you just look up like JavaScript, YouTube speed on your favorite browser, <laughs> you'll, uh, <laughs> You'll be able to figure out how to do it really quick. Mm. I have a feeling that's not true, and I won't be able to figure it out. Don't worry. You're good at the internet, Mike. Yeah, you'll be fine. I know that you have a lot of jokes about the internet and stuff, but you're good at it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> and you can just give me a call. I'll walk you through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Will you be my IT guy? Yeah, I'll help you out. 30 minutes free. What track have we slipped into here? This is a Doug track called Satan 666 Toolshed Suffering. Yeah, this is one all about like Led Zeppelin and backwards lyrics, backmasking, um, kind of like the whole Satan's presence in rock and roll, how people think that uh, people are talking about Satan when they are, and uh, Stairway. Which is, is this is kind of a prelude to another track that we'll talk about later. Yeah, for sure. This this is the this is the opening of the theme of Stairway to Heaven. I guess there's also now now that I think about it, like the like the knocking on heaven's door is tied in too, you know? Yeah. And the idea heaven of like, hell, so you think you can tell. And the idea of death, you know, just literally like this being like brain death in album form and how like, you know, Satan is like you know, is there. Oh, right <laughs> here we have this like, stairway to heaven beatbox and, and you're also hearing like kids listening to stairway for the first time like describing their experience yeah yeah oh, oh yeah there's stuff like like, yeah. like videos of kids who just listen yeah it's, to, yeah uh, it's like one of those like react videos yeah, or kids react to and they're like rock. he wants to go to heaven but he's like not quite sure about it <laughs> and it's like you can't like pay to go to heaven because that's bad yeah, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Regardless whether or not you feel like you're corrupted, like whether or not you feel like this is the road I am down to be on, it says that no, that's not true, and you have free will, you can change. It's not.
be the most futuristic coupling of all time. In what might be the most futuristic Sometimes, Max is all like, the FBI agent assigned to us probably thinks it's hilarious that we refer to them as groups. <laughs> So we're on this track that's a Doug track uh, that's about Grimes and Elon Musk. Yeah, I made it on the same night that the news broke that Grimes and Elon Musk were dating. And I found the most like YouTube poop, like auto-generated news videos <laughs> about it that almost all use like one of three different of like the same copy, like the same exact copy on like several different videos. And um, 
just like was playing with them live all together, tab browsing experience for why, sure. Why would you give that poor man an, any any guff after he saved those kids with his torpedo um, submarine? <laughs> Honestly, like, I think that like uh, the way that I think about these samples often is like a lot more like neutral than that. That it's more about yeah, like yeah. like that being like a mega cultural event that broke the internet and like broke that like blew everyone's minds and basically seemed like a simulated reality event yeah like that was like such like a strange thing that um i'm not thinking about him i'm thinking about like the the symbol of it all and how For ridiculous sure. it all seems i don't really care yeah i don't have like, any care about things, him like right whatever like do whatever yeah. you want musker he's just a, he's, he's a rich guy yeah musker um this track that we're in right now that we might be in right now is all Polly shore samples okay we, all right <laughs> Is that is that what you're hearing right now, Mike? Are you hearing Polly Shore's sweet voice? I would say no, but I, you, I sometimes it's hard to tell. I'm definitely not. Still- <laughs> I knew this wouldn't work. I knew it. I knew it what? was. A, I said I knew this wouldn't work. I knew the sync up wouldn't work. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, so what are you hearing right now? Like, just, just. Hold on. Is it, is it a robot voice oh, or is shut it up. Like- I can't hear anything. I hear you. Just a bunch of garbage. Just a bunch of garbage. Yeah, it's fine. Keep playing. <laughs> it's definitely not Polly Shore. Okay, so no, so it probably is. Well, hold on. So the next one after Polly Shore is called RXJP something. You see that on the list? It's it's a karaoke one. Yeah. It's 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 Californication. So if you're hearing me singing the Chili Peppers Californication, then we're we're synced. But there's also oh, a lot yeah, of here's just something. like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that I think fine. that's what we got. Great. Perfect. Well, yeah, the Chili Peppers are a pretty sick band. Am I right? <laughs> they have a ton of good hits, ton of good bass vibes. Flea once watched Ketis having sex with his sister from outside what? the window. What? What are you talking about now? This isn't that kind of show, by the way. So, but what are you talking about? Um, there's like an interview where Flea describes that he watched Ketis. I'm pretty sure Ketis was the one, maybe a different member. Yeah. But um, he watched one of the other band members having sex with Flea's sister from outside of the So a Flea window. watched his own sister, sister having sex with, I believe, Ketis. That's pretty disgusting. Yeah, Californication, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that song's about? <laughs> Probably. That's off the record, though. I don't speak for Ketis. I only speak for the Rondo. What do they me, do? Like, what, what do they do? Dress up as like light bulbs or something at Woodstock? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Lightning bugs, I believe, right? Or was it, was it stink? I thought they're the band that makes the music video on the treadmill. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's them too. To me, the Chili Peppers like represent like me being like nine or ten years old and like just being like, oh yeah, like I want to play bass, like I love rock, you know, like these guys are so crazy, you know, like the Peps were definitely. I was into them when I was when I was like, you know, ten. Did you and call them the Peps then as well? Bunch of- what? What? Sorry. Did you all? Did you call them the Peps back then? Nah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't a huge fan. And, you know, Pepper Mill Rondo, you asked us earlier what that means, and I can tell you, I don't even think Doug knows this. What? Uh, Doug, are you it, ready? It, wait, 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 like, wait, wait, don't, before you say it, Doug, what do you think it means? 
Well, if you Google Pepper Mill Rondo, it, well, he, it shows you exactly what I'm about to talk about. But he asked me the question. I'm yeah, so what answer. do you think? I think it means you take all of culture and you put it in a pepper grinder and it poops out this. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, it's it's just the I think it's the name of a special move of a character in this anime show called Food Wars. If you if you Google <laughs> if you Google Pepperdale Rondo, it's like the, the the second link is Julio's Julio's Pepperdale. I, I was I thought it was maybe me and Julio. You know? It's it's like a it's like a it's like a special move that this cook character uses where he spins his pepper mills around really fast and like it like allows them to like activate. The show is basically like a Dragon Ball Z style battle show, but it's all like Iron Chef like cooking battles, and they all have like super power ups and shit. Is there and any of that? Called. Is there any of that in this artwork? Anything from that show? Uh, On the J card. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. no. Who, who are these? Who, who are these goons on the on the cover? Uh, those are characters from the the video game. That's us. Yeah, that's that, us. I remember that's us. Oh, that, that is you. Oh, okay, yeah. We also take off our skin and get ready for bed on the next panel. Ah, uh, yeah. We're yes. having a slumber party. Yeah, yeah. Max has the long brown hair, and I have the kind of shorter black hair. That's true. Mm, um, it's true. The iconography of those characters in the front is from the this game called uh, Shin Megami Tensei, or also known as Persona, which is like like these things are called Jack Frosts. They're kind of like the like the mascot, like the Pikachu of this like series. It's like it's like a you know a pretty common like thing. What are we listening to right now? Oh yeah, this is oh the Poké Center Plankton Disorder. Yeah, this is another Doug and Max duo track. Um, I remember that my audio for this is is like a, a speedrunner talking about Pokemon speedruns. So that that's probably where the, the Poke Center title comes from. And I think I was sampling a lot of AIs trying to like learn how to speak. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. We, we'll, 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 we'll let this one play out a little bit. I forgot that on the first track, we didn't talk about this, but it was a duo track. One of the things that we were sampling then was smelly food reviews. <laughs> People reviewing smelly foods. <laughs> Are there that many the... smelly food reviews? Yes. <laughs> yes. If if it's there, we can find it. So are there smelly food reviews that are good reviews? I think I think usually it's like you what know, is I mean good and bad is like not a real. Well, I'm it seems, like, I'm just saying, like, there's someone, like, I got this hamburger, it smelled really bad, it smelled like it was rotting, but it tasted really good. No, no, it's one of the like, people being like, I'm gonna eat Lindberger cheese, like, I'm gonna eat durians. Oh, uh, like, like a stinky cheese, like a foot cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna uh. eat, like, fermented fish. Okay. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to, like, evoke, like, a reaction that's, like, funny, like, oh, gross, ha you know, it's like, we saw our favorite YouTuber, like, you know. It's eat. like when people eat the spicy pepper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> spicy pepper. You know the spicy pepper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys! I think this tape is like driving my. It's like I. It's doing something to my brain. Have this in the headphones for the last like. It's our goal. Are, are we almost? Are we almost done? Yeah, we are actually almost done. We probably have another like thirty minutes. No, not thirty. Uh, thereabouts, four minutes, three minutes. Doug, are you uh, are you challenging Max's memory here? I thought he. We, I thought... Have, we have like twenty-one minutes left, basically. Oh yeah, I can but, do that. But the last track is an eight-minute Odyssey that is is intense. What are we on right I now? 
We're listening to Pokecentral Plankton Disorder. It's okay. one of the yellow tracks. Uh, we're about to go into. You guys hunt math. these Pokemons? You guys hunt these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. We like we like hunting Pokemons. Is that I mean, still I, going I, on? Are people still doing that? We played. We were playing oh, a couple so years ago for let, a little while. Let me clarify. We we don't play the Pokemon phone game. No, but but we, we have, like to look at the world when we're walking. Oh, you around. like <laughs> literally you literally hunt them in real life. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm afraid Holy of the fact. Shit. Like we. We play the Game Boy, like the OG, like Game Yeah, Boy we were games. playing it. We have these two DSs. We both have them. We were playing it maybe like two years ago. Yeah, for the, a couple of months, we got into it again. Yeah, the, the, there there was a reboot of like, but I guess it would never stop. Yeah, yeah. We played like Pokemon Sun and Moon when it first came continuation out. Continuation of Pokemon World. Yeah, we're into it. We're hip. The Pokemon game is really fun. It's like an RPG game, you know. Like it's like a classic, like you know, like. Yeah. And Max, Max puts together a great team. So does Doug. Thanks, buddy. I, I can't really stand Pokemon Go. I never won. I did. I never had it on my phone. I played it for like 12 minutes. <laughs> Sick. But yeah, like when I'm walking around the world, I don't want to be catching Pokemon. I want to be like looking at things. Stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we just, on our side, we just entered the next track. Um, this one is, a, is my track, Max. And it is, uh, it's like all like post-rock, um, math rock, and shoegaze songs just like in a blender. So th this track is heavily like guitar focused. It has like, you know, guitar and drum like samples. Here's a nice little break during this track. It's got some chill moments. Nice. I mean, you want to sit back and listen to it for a bit? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. So this track is by Doug, and it, uh, yeah, you can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it starts with like an ad from a like Jamaican cruise commercial advertising like cheap prices, and then it cuts straight into this like queasy zone where a dude is performing an exorcism, 
and not exorcism, sorry, performing a, a seance and trying to contact the spirit of Bob Marley. And it just like gets down this like rabbit hole of like, basically like the exploitation of Bob Marley and yeah. how like he's basically just become a symbol for weed, a symbol for sedative tea, a symbol for t-shirts and all manner of bootleg products. And then his face has just ended up in all these places and um, that he was just a really simple, peaceful man. Like he really just wanted to spread love with his beautiful music. And um, I don't think that he wanted this. He's, uh, there was that interview where he says that his power is eternal life. And I don't think that he wanted eternal life through like these products. Through yeah. these, like, yeah, through these like sedative products basically. Or like Bob Marley weed strains. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a fine line, or no, there's, there's, a, there's a wide margin between like a Bob Marley weed strain and like an artfully done, you know, like reissue or something, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like Bob Marley can live forever through his music, like easily. Cause his music is like, you know, infinitely unfuckwithable. Like, yeah. Infinitely like appealing just on, a, on like an elemental level. But then there's this whole like, you know, commercial, like, I mean, yeah. I also know. quick shout out to tabs out legend, Josh Milrod and his really amazing website, uh, yeah, was that? Bob Marley hats.info. Which is no longer active, but you can see it on the uh, Wayback. It's all about Bob Marley. Yeah, I can't it's a really believe it's great... not active anymore. Yeah, I think I think it's down. At least last time I checked. Um, <laughs> but you know, last time I went to FoxyDigitalis.com, it was like trying to like redirect me to porn. porn. Uh, so, <laughs> the internet just changes really fast, and like without telling you. So when Max walked in on you, you were like, "I was trying to go to Foxy Digitalis." <laughs> yeah, and that's like now the lie is like recorded. Uh, going back to Bob Marley, I don't. I mean, I don't really know much about uh, uh, Bob's music, but uh, I do know that that he lived in Delaware for like six months. So we have like eight Bob Marley oh, oh. festivals. He lived like, in Delaware. For, that's wild. You know, but I mean, I for a, for a very oh, short period of time. But because of that, we have like we really milk it. We have like a couple. We have like three or four like Bob Marley festivals. Wow. So can we visit you maybe in like, you know, the third week of April or so? <laughs> you want to come out for the, you want to, you want me to try to get you on Wilmington's Bob Marley Festival? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, did they have a list? <laughs> so, Jim Sway? We're Dog currently Sway. on this track. I think you're on a track now that sounds like a video game thing, right, Mike? Like, No, this sounds nothing like a video game. It's like dudes talking like yeah, a lot of video games. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me hear. Yeah, dude, talking about video games. They're saying like, bibble the bomb, bibble bomb, 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 bibble bomb, bibble bomb, bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb. It's like the whole tape though. The whole tape's like that. Bim the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb. Yeah. It never stops. It makes you feel like stupid, basically. Yeah. I'm not gonna get to go to bed. I already feel stupid, but now I have this attached to it. Yeah. This track is all. Oh yeah, it's right there. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. This track is all um, speedrun uh, samples. So speedruns, you know what that is, Mike? Oh, oh do I know what that is? Let me tell you, I am obsessed with speedruns, like watching them on YouTube. Really? That's like the one thing on YouTube that I can relate to all this with. Is yeah, speed yeah. Runs. So this track is is actually using all clips from the the games done quick event that happens every year, where like. It's like speed runs that happen live in front of an audience. Have you seen this before? I have, yeah. I love it. So 
a part of like those games and quick runs is like you know they talk about it they offer commentary the whole time like we're doing they're like and for this part like you gotta press a like when you hit the wall and then it goes through so this track is just all you know people people talking in speed runs Quick shout out to the YouTuber Summoning Salt for putting oh, together yeah. these amazing speedrun history videos. Have you seen these? Yeah, well, I I've saw the one for like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I fancied all- myself, I fancied myself uh, when I was a younger man as a speedrunner for Super Mario Brothers, oh. the original one. Until like I saw like the videos of people who like actually really do, do it. it, and it's like, yeah. no, I can't do that. I'm yeah. Just- I did one time though attempt to beat super mario brothers with never pushing the turbo button ah, and like to okay. just jump and there's you can get there's all no the way to like the hammer guy at the end of like the last castle oh really yeah wow okay there's You're one not, not, not holding run at all like not doing the run button just jump yeah just jump wow there's i feel like that would be it would make it Make it like impossible to clear certain parts, but I guess not. There's one jump in like eight one that you have to, and I was so proud of myself. But you have to like walk up to the edge and then take a step back and then go. And so when you jump across the uh, gap, you like hit off of like a little goomba that's fallen off, uh, and it pops you back up. That was like my, that might be my my shining moment. In that's like a pretty history. like speedrunner speedrunner move, you know, like bouncing off the enemy like at the right time. You know, they're all about that for sure. I'm going to do slow running. I'm going to see the longest you can go before it takes to beat a game. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, a lot of those old Mario's have clocks in the levels. You just have to wait until it's about to, like, tick down all the way. Uh, yeah, yeah but, you, but how many lives can you get so you can let it click down over and over again? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's true. So it, could just, it could just persist infinitely, probably. Like, you know, you could have, like, a three-month slow run well, yeah, because, oh yeah, yeah now you're talking if you, you have like, <laughs> oh man i'm get, i'm rock hard about this one this this is a good idea also so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, most of the games you have 300 seconds to complete each level i'm pretty sure and you can get a bunch of coins if you get 100 coins that's a one up so if you have 300 seconds to get 100 coins then i think you're good but then there are also games like GTA or Banjo Kazooie. We're talking about Mario. We're talking about Mario. Any, any game where you just leave your character there and there's no like problem, you know. So the slow run can go on forever in that until case. the power goes out. You're it's already fun. making it too complicated. I just wanted to do a Super Mario Brothers one slow run, and it's not okay. just about like how like it could be infinite. Yeah, it could. But are you going to play it Devote forever? Time? Yeah, like at yeah, some yeah. point, you're going to give up. That's true. So, so who 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 doesn't give? Who who stays in the longest? I see. And, and and what do they win for it, dude? Like, what's your prize? It's a good question. What do I deserve at the end of all this? <laughs> I want to tell you what you deserve is a big, delicious pepperoni, ah. which is the only thing that I sample in this track is people talking about pepperoni. Oh what? yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Doug's samples are all pepperoni related. <laughs> <laughs> what made you even what like what would make you even look for people reviewing pepperoni? Pepperoni is one of my favorite words. Yeah, Doug says a, pepperoni a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a word that really just like rolls off of your tongue and into your heart. It's just like so beautiful. All the sounds. Yeah, it's about the sounds for me. Can I love you, hard can, and the pepperoni. <laughs> it's just like really fun. Say me. say it again. Pepperoni. 
Also, pe- pepperoni is the name of an earlier song, and pepperoni contains the word pepper, yeah. which is like pepper mill. Yeah, it's like a big pepper mill. Also, chili peppers contain the word pepper. Yeah, I forgot so about that earlier. We're like Charlie Pep on this. There's a lot, there's a lot of peps. We All were... right, Mike, I'm proud to report that we've reached the second to last song. No, we team. haven't. No, we yes, haven't. This is a track made by Doug that is just... He's like an Ojemar friendship. Yeah, it's just people saying the names Max and Doug in various contexts. Oh, that's funny. For the most part. <laughs> I want to hear some. I love yeah, it's true. I love Doug. I think there's a clip from The Hangover in this track, right? Yeah. Of one of the characters talking about their friend Doug. Singing a song about... Oh, it's Ed Helms. Yeah. Ed Helms singing about finding their friend Doug before, I guess, his wedding or something. I don't really remember the plot. Yeah, nor do I. Sampling, like... Uh, happy birthday, generic happy birthday videos that will make like, just like you know how you can go to like Hudson Books, the airport, and buy like the name tags, yeah, and they have like yeah. three hundred like common names. The same thing people have all these channels where it's like all the most common names and like birthday songs, and it's the same exact song like eight hundred times, which is changing the name. Yeah, yeah, it's like Judy, I love you. Yeah, so you like, can play them both at the same time, and then it's just the names are different. Yeah. Fluent in Japanese. <laughs> um, all right. I think we've reached the final track, Mike. It's on, bro. This is a karaoke track. This is Stairway to Heaven, which is the only appropriate track. I feel. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring it I up think a little Doug, bit. Doug's vocals really go hard on this. Like, watching him, like, sing this in the basement, like, when we were recording this, was a real treat, because he was, like, going deep. I got really into he it. He goes, he's, like, he, like, sings, like, a freaking, like, hardcore, like, punk singer, but, like, <laughs> it's, like, his, his nonsense lyrics to Stairway to Heaven, it's pretty, pretty bold. There's like, a part in the middle where I do, like, a full recantation of someone else's interpretation of the backwards lyrics of you, Stairway. You know about the backwards lyrics of Stairway, right, Mike? You know no, what you're talking no, about? I don't. Okay, well, there's 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 one portion that's really famous, which is the bustle in your hedgerow portion, which people allege that the lyrics are. Oh well, it happens when you when it you play it backwards. When you play it backwards, the bustle in hedgerow part, it says, "Oh, here's to my sweet Satan, the one whose little path would make me sad, whose power is Satan. He'll give those with you six six six. There was a little tool shed where he made us suffer, sad Satan." And they're all they're, there's so many different interpretations of backward stairway, but that's like the portion that's like most commonly agreed upon. So people literally think that like that thing that Doug just said is like what they meant to hide in stairway. As oh like, yeah, as like another a, thing is the one of the most common things that people think is that the last the very end of the song, and she's buying a stairway to heaven, which begins the backward song is um, play backwards, hear words sung. Play backwards. Yeah, it's like, play backwards, hear words song. <laughs> I believe all of those, man. All of those backwards. Like, I think a lot of those rock and roll bands took the time to put in those messages backwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It seems to be extremely difficult, but they figured out a way to do it. <laughs> and why they would want to, I can't figure out. You know, yeah, just because... It's the Robert Johnson thing. They made an agreement. Well, I also wonder, like, do they expect people, like, kids to be playing records backwards, like, for fun? Or is it more about the subliminal contents? Like, subliminal content. So it's, it's like, everything you hear, your brain is 
is processing backwards and forwards at the same time. Obviously. <laughs> no, just <laughs> records. It just does that with records. Yeah, when you just things a, that are circular. <laughs> when you hear a record, it just, yeah. Plays Round things. When true. you see things with your eyes, your brain has to flip it. That's all I'm saying, guys. Well, mm. that's true, right? Because that's why, like, kids, like, sometimes write letters backwards, right? Right, right. Yeah. Mm. Because your brain sees things like in... How's that work? Your brain, literally, your eye is just like... Um, like when you look through a camera lens, it's like upside down and flipped, and your brain flips the image so that it looks right. Like, is it supposed to flip it? My brain doesn't flip the image. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to flip it. And um, if you, I, I got a, I got a number for somebody you can call if you're having some difficulty. Well, I mean, this is also this is like one of those conversations, like classic center company, where it's like, is your blue the same as my blue? Oh my you god, know? let's not get that deep. You know what? No, well, let's what I, do it. Like, like you bring up like, a good question. Hey, but hold on what i mean to say what i mean to say is that like if your if your peas were always backwards then you wouldn't know that they were always backwards you know because like when i peed in the toilet no if you're if, yeah if you saw if the, the pee letter, went back into my wee wee if you saw the letters like you know the letters p for example or q <laughs> always backwards then you wouldn't know because it would have been backwards from the beginning you, you know? talking right? about q you talking about q and non Oh God! Don't even, don't even. Don't Is that even, what we're talking about? <laughs> we should have started. We should have started off right, all right off the bat with some Q and Nons. Matt, you gotta work on your examples, bro. <laughs> all right. If you saw any letter, if you saw a walrus that looks upside down and backwards forever, and that you walrus know. was your best friend for your entire life and was always upside down and backwards, then it wouldn't even matter because you wouldn't feel queasy because upside down is right side up. I have to say, I have to say, we're going to end the podcast here, but I have to say, I find it very rude that you chose to call Dave, my friend, a backwards walrus. <laughs> no, I love Dave. It was Dave. very, very, very rude, and it wasn't nice at all. Yeah, he's more like a like a beautiful fox. Yeah, it's true. He's also a very tall man. Yeah, he's huge. He's, he's cool. huge. Chill, chill AF. Oh, and me and him both have uh, sun tattoos, so we're we're brothers in that regard. You are. Well, we're surprised you didn't fall asleep. We thought that you were gonna fall asleep. Wink, wink. <laughs> I was pl- I was toying with the idea. Uh, yeah. Right. I was just, why was just wondering if you have or have not fallen asleep. Not yet. Please let my. Well, go. you've only got three three minutes left before you before you can fake fall asleep. So make it count. And warning to all listeners: like I'm gonna yell a lot, but I'm not angry at you. I'm just angry at this world that I didn't ask to be born into. Yeah, true, true. But Pepper at least I'm in the ride. Peppermill Rondo, EDM, Hasu Mountain sixty nine, the player the the was this the official players guide? Yeah, this, the yeah. official players and- guide out to our most like pettiest customers truest customers for freezies so if you got this in the mail and don't know what it's all about it's because we love you dog yeah hell yeah you boys have any last words um thank you for all the support thank you for supporting our label since the very beginning um we're really glad that y'all love what we do um, it's been really awesome getting to be friends with you the last few years. Mike, Mike, you have to let let this part play out for the end because Doug sings the Stairway to Heaven guitar solo like acapella, and it's really oh nice. yeah, it's definitely going to play out. It's definitely going to okay, play cool. out. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> All, right. All right, thank you, Mike. All right, Love thanks you. for going on this journey. I'll talk to you boys. Thanks.
three of us. This is a lot of fun. This is yeah. a fun idea. Hell yeah. Peace. Love you, buddy. And love send you. love to the family and to the friends. Peace. Will do.